Welcome to the RSB at Peace Season 2 Episode 25 Podcast. This is the 11th of August 2022. And what is happening in your world? Are you alright? Hopefully so. But if you are not and you got a lot of issues clogging your mind, please go have a talk with someone trusting If you have some severe mental illness and you know that you do, please go see a doctor. A regular doctor, get a physical. There's a possibility something is occurring in your body that is creating capriciousness. Get your body examined and your mind with a professional counselor and or therapist. There is psychologists and psychiatrists that specialize in many subjects. Go check it out. In other words, if you have a gambling problem, you're like me, you got an anger issue, there's jealousy, there's uh, anxiety, depression, whatever. Go get yourself checked out. There's nothing wrong with getting uh, help with your mind. You, you know, um, It's really important to, to talk it out, whatever problems you have. Very, very important, especially in these times where there's a lot of stress happening. I'll say it again, there's a lot of people suffering financially, being houseless, possibly homeless. Uh, There's people suffering from all sorts of abuse in all phases of life. So there's there's problems, you know, there's there's minor problems and there's huge problems. If you do have any type of uh, mental issue, psychological issue, you got to go get checked out. Okay, so remember, if I have a foot pain, I'll go and see a foot doctor. I got a toothache, I'll see a dentist. You got to go to the right professional. And if you have religion and that is saving you from getting off the deep end, by all means, continue. All right. As you listen to me, I am not a professional psychologist or a counselor. So what I offer is not the advice you may need. So warning Do not listen to me for advice. I am just a conduit for a person that needs psychological assistance, leading them to a true expert, one, their problems, and hopefully a solution to be at peace. I am RS, and this is the Be at Peace podcast. All right, I'll be reading emails and direct messages in this podcast of people with problems, small, medium, large to extra large issues in their lives. All right, okay, so grab a nice snack and beverage, and here we go, my friends. And again, um, I just like to say if you are experiencing deep, 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 deep depression, and you're thinking of the S word and Brother Ron, Uncle Ron, RS. RS mince no words, folks. RS do not mince no words. Suicide. If you're thinking of taking your own life, stop. Take a deep breath. Talk to somebody trusting. If you have no one uh, trusting to talk to, call this number. I know there's a, a simpler version, but I'm just going to give you the old school version because this still works apparently. Uh, 1-800-273-8255. This is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. They are operating 24-7-365. So in other words, anytime you call them, there is an expert on the other end to listen to you. And it's important to talk it out. Again, 
professionals like first responders people in the military um your favorite sports icon um they all have access to mental health assistance and make no mistakes about it everyone needs to talk about what's happening in your life maybe you know maybe not but if you do anything could be bugging from the the, the most minor issue like your neighbor parking his truck in front of your driveway just ever so slightly that just pisses you off to someone in 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 the place of business where you work uh maybe you're a, a person that that you know maybe attractive and someone's hitting on you all the time and you don't know what to do and th- this person is uh you know kind of like psychotic and, and making you afraid um anything is any type of problem that you could be experiencing you need to talk to somebody about it and um i mean everything i mean i have i've i've i got so much messages from people uh people that see me because like i said the last 10 years or so i've been uh the person here amongst my small circle of friends that was the listener to problems that people had and I, all I did was listen. Again, all I did was listen, and I became a good listener and a, an understanding person. That when people have issues in their life, they just need someone to talk, and possibly that's it. And a lot of people that talk to me, they didn't ask for advice because number one, uh, all I was there for for them was to listen to them, and you know, just be an understanding, caring friend. But once you, you have problems that persist, that's really affecting your life, your family life, your personal life, your, your business, professional life, you really need to go check it out. See your doctor. Again, see your physical doctor. Hopefully, uh, God willing, you have a doctor. If not, go see a social social services that can help you if you don't have the money. I know uh, medical treatments, uh, psychological treatments, mental issues, uh, it's not cheap, folks. It's expensive. It can be expensive for the average person. And, y- you know, if you need help, go seek help. Talk to somebody. There's caring people out there that can help you out. Seriously. Um, again, if you just have a friend to talk to, talk to your friend first. But if uh, your problems mentally, psychologically persist, then you really need to see a a psychologist or a psychiatrist, see your doctor first. Get yourself checked out because what happens physically, uh, you know, can also manifest into something that's more uh, on the mental side, if that makes sense. Okay, so I'm going to read some emails and some DMs, some direct messages. Um, I need new glasses, guys, so uh, bear with me if I'm reading this kind of herky-jerky. Uh, again, I'm not going to... Uh, I tell people if they message me, don't don't leave their real names. So this person just calls herself, yeah, it's a her, it's a she, calls herself Dog Lover. Okay, so this email comes in from Dog Lover. All right, so I'm going to read it. It says, uh, Ron, love your podcast. It is great to know someone is doing something to shed some light on serious mental issues. I am in my late 50s my husband died a few years ago i have no children my body for some reason god disallowed me to have kids of my own my husband was everything to me 
it was he and I, since we both met in college. I came from a very volatile family setting. My dad abused my mom physically, although he showed compassion for us, being my younger sister and my younger brother. He seemingly made it a point to throw my mother on the sofa when she did something wrong. My dad is alive. My dad is still alive. My mother too, but she went back to her native country, Vietnam, to live. She was always tortured. My dad was a big guy. He was German, Irish, and Portuguese, was strong, and drank a lot. My mother was a small Vietnamese woman that had a huge heart. All right. So she continues. She says, once I was married, by the way, my, my wedding was private. I moved away from my hometown as far away as I could. I contacted mom every chance I could see. Hold on. Every chance I could see uh, she was all right. Uh, typos. My husband would send for her to visit us on holidays. We all got along. Since not having kids, I have dogs. I've always had dogs for companionship. My husband let me pick up my dogs or pick my dogs. Sorry, guys. This is the first time I'm reading it. So my husband let me pick my dogs, let her choose her dogs, I guess, whatever breed. And the dogs have always been my source of survival, the love that they give you back. For those of your listeners that don't have kids, try having dogs around or cats or birds. Bonding with animals is great for the soul. I battled depression for many years. I battled battled depression for years, many years, because of my upbringing. Here's the thing. I saw my father totally abuse my mother. So when my husband and I got into quarrels... I immediately got into full defense mode, which would, which would for me to quickly grab a broomstick, a meat tenderizer, anything. My mind would totally snap, scaring my husband. But he understood me. Everywhere I go, certain words spoken by men, especially when I see at a store where a man was bigger than his wife and he would be, be, and he would be belittling them, I would get into a different mode. My anger would escalate, and I would not hesitate to interfere for someone. I would not let any woman or person get abused. My psychologist was a good thing. I have other, I have another doctor I am seeing, but yes, for anyone with mental issues, you need to get checked out. It will help you see the bigger picture on what is happening in your life and in your mind. Thanks. All right. Okay, so um, let me comment on that. Okay, this is Dog Lover. I don't know her real name. Okay, so uh, growing up, her mom was a little Vietnamese woman. Um, That's what she says. And, you know, we're not being racist. It's okay to describe people. This isn't about um, putting anyone down by any means or making someone else look better. Um, She's just explaining her culture. So her mom was a a small Vietnamese woman with a with a big heart. I can just see her now, cleaning the house, cooking, making sure the kids are fine, trying to be a good wife, a good mother, and all that. 
a good homekeeper and whatnot and her husband had a drinking problem this guy i imagine is like you know five eight five ten six feet maybe kind of look like a all pro lineman strong she she says you know he was german irish and what else i forget <laughs> german irish and what was what was he let me read this again oh man he was german irish and man i can't even find this uh well it doesn't matter so but the 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 thing is her her dad was um her dad was huge was a big man and whenever he was unhappy with her for some reason i don't know what the issues were but maybe uh i can just guess the food wasn't wasn't hot enough or the food tasted the way he didn't want it to taste or you know just just the food wasn't tasting the way he wanted um would pick her up and just get mad and just throw her on the couch and maybe slap her around i don't know that gave uh, this woman that wrote and her siblings you know um, like mental scars i mean to see this on a constant basis growing up now she claims that they weren't abused by the dad but seeing your mom that's full of love compassion for you and want to make sure that hey you got your you got your clothes kids you know kiss you goodbye when you go to school to come home and see this physical physical abuse of your dad and i don't know how big these kids were but you know when you're little kids you you feel helpless i mean you know what are you gonna do right i mean this this guy never abused them um but did abuse the mom physically and possibly with words and really hurt the mom and i guess the mom had it over time and moved back to her native vietnam probably safer there you know she's she knows her family and she knows the culture much better than being where she was i don't know what state they were in but these are some of the things that people have uh in their lives folks and that's why you know it's important for you if you have any kind of issues like this person imagine from she's a little kid she's the oldest of three she has two younger siblings a sister and a brother and she had to possibly care for them as well and really watch what she did right? she didn't want to get smacked around like her mom and she's seeing this and they, they're living they're living they're they're living in their homes with constant fear anxiety stress whatever it is you know anger possibly sadness all these emotions and they got to go to school they got to make good grades and you know it's just and they're trying to be kids um you know apparently dad's the breadwinner um whatever so but it's like hell at home hell at home when most places you know it, you know uh at, at home it should be heaven that that's number one uh you, you if you, you your home where you grew up or where you're living is heaven and there's some you know there's some maybe a little turmoil here and there but if it's peaceful and you're at peace where you're living um you got it made folks you, you know if you got people just giving you a hard time where you live um it's really hard to have peace of mind and that's what my my podcast is all about folks is trying to help you be at peace where you're at in your life all right so anyhow let's go on to another uh message shall we 
All right, so we went through that one. Okay, so the next one comes from, I guess this guy used to be a football player. <laughs> Calls himself free safety. It says, Ron, I am contacting you to let others know that seeing a shrink. <laughs> seeing a shrink, yeah, that's what it is. I call it like I see it. A shrink can work if you follow the game plan. You see, I have a problem with authority. I always work at jobs for a few years and then leave without notice. <laughs> okay, interesting, dude. I am one of those guys without discipline. It is not that I can't handle the heat of battle. I am just not into taking orders from authority. Well, that's my downfall. My that's my downfall. My big problem seeing my shrink uncovered a lot on who I am or why I hold, let me try that again. <laughs> seeing a shrink uncovered a lot on why I am this way. And now I'm changing for the better. I'm learning to take a deep breath and live life moment to moment. I could have been promoted in the companies I've worked for over the years, making more money, of course, but my actions prevented me from working towards a better life. My girl left me with my son. She told me, you think you know it all, but you don't. I am leaving you. So she left. Then I got suicidal. Yeah, I ain't backing away from it. I became suicidal. Your podcast can help others, Ron. Good job. I have a lot of, I have a lot to work on inside of my head. Uh, yeah, because it ain't easy, man. Because it ain't easy, man. Sorry, guys. The first time I'm reading this. So every day is another day that I'm facing another battle. Anyhow, good work, my man. Oh, okay. So this is interesting. Uh, free safety, my bro. If you're listening to episode 25, this one, um, you sound like just an everyday guy. You sound like, and you call things like you see it. You're a no-nonsense dude. Um, I, I know of friends, and, and I think most people sometimes have a little bit of that we, we just don't like to take orders from people. Um, you know, sometimes we think we're better or whatever, but you just went off the deep end with your, with your issues with authority. But thank God you found out, you know, what's causing that and you, you're taking responsibility now. Um, you, you know, seems like free safety. He was um, a good guy. He seemed like a good guy. It doesn't sound like he abused anybody physically or talk down to anybody. He just was one of these guys that was like, oh man, I don't want to listen to this dude. I can do better than that. You know, I should have listened to this guy. He's younger than me. You know, who, who is this guy or this woman to tell me what it is? And, and um, you know, I know friends like that. And, um, you know, free safety is not a bad guy. Free safety is a, a good guy now. You know, he's probably always a good guy. He just had issues. He just was the rough around the edges, needed to find out, you know, what was going on in his life and he saw a therapist and he's getting better and he understands why he was the way he was and he's trying the best he can again he's trying folks the best that he can um apparently his his life crumbled when his girl his his woman said hey i'm leaving you you think you know everything i'm taking this your son with me and i don't know where she lived or she lives now i don't know if it's like you know, just down the street in another community, in another county, 
in the same state or another state or just another country altogether. But free safety is like, you know, he's hurting. You can tell he's hurting. He's a good guy. He loves his son. And, you know, deep down inside, I think he still loves his girl too. I don't know what the status is, but he knew he needed to get help. And he says in the message that he, um, he, he became depressed and suicidal. And, I mean, that's just being a human being, folks. And you can see this dude... Okay, guys, you guys who are listening, you men who are listening, especially you men, your brothers, your brothers, uh, you know, that live here in Hawaii, especially, you know, uh, local brothers are always on the macho, the macho macho cut, on the macho stage, you know, we, we don't need help, we don't cry, man, you know, we're men, we're like warriors, we, we do it, you know, we're men, man. We, can't, we can't, you know, we can't pussy out or whatever, but the fact is, if you need to talk, you need to talk, you can't hold it in. This brother, because of his issues of being against authority, lost his son, lost his family. His family, you know, basically his woman and, and, and the son was his family, walked out on him. And he had to figure out things. Why? Why am I like this? You know, and, and he saw. He just called it. He just called it like he saw it. Hey, I saw a shrink. And um, I know doctors don't want to be called that, but sometimes you just got to go re with reality and how people perceive things but he's not calling psychologists and psychiatrists and doctors a bad thing i mean he's he's basically saying these guys do a great job and he's just calling them a shrink because that's what society calls them and um you, you know uh, so so good for him that he's getting help and he he's moving forward and hopefully god will will uh, you know, present his son to him one day again. Hopefully, uh, you know, I don't know how many years this has been. Possibly many, many years. Maybe his son's an adult now. I'm not sure. But better late than never, right, folks? Better late than never. Um, I always say that, you know, I have friends in that situation where um, a lot of my, my brother, brother friends, my, my male brother, my, my male friends who messed up and you know many many years they haven't seen their sons and daughters and now their sons and daughters are adults and they have kids of their own and they finally reunite and it's it's never too late never too late um you know some people who are negative will make you feel bad and, and just call you names and say yes yeah, you what you did man it's too late and screw you man it's, it's all on you it's too late see all those years that went by well you're human beings. We're human beings. I'm a human being. I made mistakes. You make mistakes. We're all going to make mistakes, guys. We're all going to make mistakes. You just have to take it day by day and, and, and better late than never. Take it from me. Um, it's, it's better late than never, folks. Um, make amends. Make it right with people. It's never too late. It's, it's never too late as long as you're breathing, the same air you're breathing. You know, it's, it, it's all good. It's better late than never. So, Hopefully, free safety. You keep it up, man. And thanks for the podcast, listen. All right. So, uh, da, 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 da. let me see. Let me check my time, guys. Sorry. 16, 24. Okay. I got more time. I'm rambling on, folks. <laughs> okay, man. So, this one. This one comes from Waitress Girl. Waitress Girl. Okay. So, Waitress Girl sounds like a superhero. <laughs> right you know she comes out of a deli to fight crime right well there's somebody stealing my car in the alley hold on let's get waitress girl she she can leave anytime she doesn't have to uh, finish her shift 
she can leave right now. She doesn't have to serve those pancakes at 11 at night. She's going to come and kick the guy's ass. Okay, anyway, um, here we go. So waitress girl writes, man, I need new glasses. <laughs> Hi, Ron. This is something I want to let your listeners know of as far as being in the food service industry. I'm in my mid-40s. I'm a single mom. My daughter lives with me still as she goes to a community college. COVID destroyed my income. Ha ha. I have a sense of humor, but I always, always, wait, hold on. But I was always great with spending. In other words, I always put money away for those unpredictable times and COVID destroyed a lot of people. I can't get depressed. Hold on. I can get depressed, but I try to be strong. I got some Irish in me and some Italian. Yeah, don't mess with me. I'm a badass bitch. <laughs> I like her already. I like her. I like her already. <laughs> okay, let me continue. Say I just want to offer advice to my sisters, brothers too in the food service industry. If you have, well, if if you have seen, okay, wait a minute. I think, oh yeah, let me, hold on. If you have seen, okay, so if you haven't seen a financial planner, you need to. Okay, let me try that again. So, so, so what she's saying, folks, if you have, if you haven't, seen a financial planner you need to it, it i think she misspelled something because it didn't make sense okay and so, so because from what i hear it isn't going to get any better my next goal ron to finally buy a home for me and my daughter and her husband if she gets one it's hard for the young to find their own place now totally insane so just a message to my friends in the industry which is the food service industry it's a tough industry Get the financial advice now. Don't wait. Bad finances equals no money. No money equals stress. Anger, depression. Well, you know all that. Great, Ron. Keep it up or keep it going. All right. So anyway, so waitress girl is in her mid-40s. She's a waitress full-time, uh, hardworking woman. She has a daughter. She's a single parent. The daughter is at a community college. I don't know where this is at. But he, uh, she's painting a picture. She works hard. COVID destroyed her income. However, what she's saying is she, uh, during COVID, she wasn't making the income she wanted to make or she was making as before. But because she had, but, but because she had good financial planners, uh, good financial planning, she put money aside. And, and I guess she grew some of her savings or investments or whatever so she's good to go and she's so good to go I'm, I'm proud of this woman you know i don't even know her but she's gonna buy a house soon buy a house so that her and her daughter can live in it and she even says look if her daughter finds someone and they need a place to stay they can stay at the house you know for whatever rent free or rent whatever it is but they got shelter so there you go so what basically what um hold on so basically what waitress girl was saying what waitress girl was saying is that hey if you're a waitress i think she's speaking primarily to you you her fellow waitresses or bot bartendresses um get the financial advice now while, while you're still young possibly 
and so that you can um, you know put money aside and invest it and and make it grow so that you have money when times get tough because what a year or so ago when there's the shutdowns i mean that was real folks if you haven't been paying attention that was real there's people i had friends of mine who had great jobs that didn't have a job after that and now they don't have a job they have to find out a different way to make money so a lot of people um couldn't pay their taxes uh, people couldn't pay their bills you know i got a friend right now in oahu that's just slowly right now just slowly getting back on track with his finances so it's really hard unless you know you got you're super rich or you got money coming in from different um you know investments or whatever it is you're, you're good to go but there's a lot of people like this woman is saying look finances are important your financial situation is important um you got to learn about putting money away for emergencies and you know i'll throw this in possibly getting insurance if you don't have insurance insurance is good to have um i met with a friend of mine that sells insurance and he's got this plan he was showing me and and he was just like and asking me questions he said, hey ron man how old are you i'll be 60 in two years right i'm getting old he goes no really? you're that old i'm going yeah i'm that old and he was showing me like how uh, certain insurances that insurance that you get certain policies can really help you out in your retirement years so anyway i gotta look into that in fact i gotta take that advice from waitress girl right so uh, let me look at my time I got a few more minutes, so let's talk about um, let's talk about drugs for a moment, okay? Because okay, this in in this section that I'm talking about, I'm not telling you that you got to take these drugs. And someone emailed me and they were asking me what kind of drugs that people take for depression and all that. Okay, well. Um, again, I'm not a licensed therapist, so I can't prescribe this or tell you you got to take it. But just, just skimming the surface and looking at medical websites and whatnot, uh, there's a lot of medication that's um, advertised on TV. Now, if it's good for you or not, I don't know. You got to go see a doctor yourself, okay? And I'm just going to talk about one of the top top uh, antidepressants according to you know, online surveys and doctors or whatnot. I could be wrong, but again, um, I'm not using this portion of the podcast to promote any any brand names or whatever. Okay, it's just um, this is some of the, some of the uh, medications that's out on the market. Okay, okay. So some of the antidepressants. I'm just gonna give you the uh, the generic names. Okay. So the, the one I'm going to talk about is one called Citalopram, Citalopram, or Citalopram. Okay, I'm not going to give you the, the trademark name. I want to stay away from that. <laughs> okay, you can go Google that yourself. And again, I'm not saying you got to take this. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that this drug is going to help you. It's helped other people. But for yourself, you need to go see a doctor first. Uncle Ron says, Brother Ron says, you need to see a doctor first. I'm not telling you. You got to take this. Okay. Um, it's considered an SSRI, otherwise known as a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. Selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, SSRI. It can treat depression. Okay. So, um, 
so this drug has a side effect okay um, some of the side effects diarrhea constipation vomiting stomach pains heartburn decreased appetite weight loss all right so just the side effects alone by law by law the FDA has to let possible patients know what the side effects are I take drugs for uh, my gout prevention and high blood pressure prevention and there's some side effects and I feel it I won't go there right now but but just <laughs> this is the side effects again diarrhea constipation vomiting stomach pain heartburn decreased appetite weight loss but it doesn't mean you're, you're gonna get it it's possible side effects so the cost of these this drug if you get the name brand one can cost you as much as you know three hundred sixty dollars for just 30 20 milligram tablets of the the name brand I'm not, I, I'm not at liberty to say name brands okay I'm not gonna go there I don't want to get in trouble so um uh so telepram okay so til so telepram can be cheaper if you get you know the the generic version uh, that's a generic one and you know the cost can be really really uh affordable uh from you know like 350 to like you know maybe i don't know 20 bucks maybe right 20 bucks at um your pharmacy not getting the name brand just using uh just using uh what's that i just said it you know uh just using the uh, generic brand, <laughs> the generic name ones. All right, so man, here we go, man. My my brain's getting all twisted already, right? Okay, so um, here's um some 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 more emails, some messages. Uh, again, this isn't me telling you. I'm just reading what other people do to uh, reduce depression or help deal with their depression this one comes from kyle says i have found that reading spiritual books have worked i am not religious but i find some of the teachings in christianity as well as buddhism is helpful meditation works as well i exercise regularly being outdoors and to find quiet time you see, when our thoughts that are negative consumes us for a good percentage of our day, the cause is obvious. Just get rid of the negatives and we can live a happier, more fulfilling life. All right, that makes sense from Kyle. I mean, that's, you know, whatever works for you. And, and reading is good, too. If you haven't read a good book, you know, read a book. Sometimes reading is better or watch a video, but learn how to relax. Learn how to to deal with um, everyday problems you know sometimes uh, our minds are racing uh, all the negatives consume our thoughts constantly and makes us depressed your blood pressure goes up or down and that's not good all right so always try to find a way some self-help uh, books or videos or whatever but george carlin always made fun of uh, self-help you know he had a bit on that but we'll just call it self-help okay so this one comes from missy missy so missy says i use medication to treat my depression as well as regular visits to my psychologist 
and biannual physicals with my primary physician. I learned to be good to myself by treating myself to a massage once a month and the whole girly thing too, like nails. <laughs> and that's cool, man. So, But learn to be good to yourself when others treat you bad. I've read, hold on. I've read A Love Worth Giving. Try that again, folks. I've read A Love Worth Giving by Max Lucado, or it's Lucado, L-U-C-A-D-O. Okay, he says, I am not a Christian, but the author is a Texas minister. However, the words in the book make sense to me. Find good books to read to heal your pain. All right, so just like Kyle. All right. So anyway, so um, here's one. I like this one. There's a song called Baby Shark, right? It goes, Baby Shark, Baby Shark, whatever. But um, this this person's calling him or herself Baby Shark. So to treat my depression, I do have prescribed pills. Also a change in environment, too. I recently moved far away from the area where my depression and suicidal thoughts occurred. Seeing new people in another city and state is great. I used to drive by the same old streets, saw the same old people. Those events triggered emotional damage to myself. Moving to a new area works a lot. Maybe move to a new area if the one you are living at makes you depressed. A change in scenery can be the ticket. Alright, so Baby Shark, Baby Shark is talking about, I don't know if it's a him or her. Anyway, this person is saying to treat their depression, taking the prescribed medication. I don't know which one it is. But the, the key thing was this person moved to another place, another environment, another, another environment, just a refreshing change of scene. Because this person was living in the area where this person was every day driving down the same old street, saw the same old building, saw the same people, um, you know, sometimes you just see that one person or you hear just one word or just, you know, see one building or one street or one street sign. It just triggers, you know, just negatives. So a new place, new start, that's good too, all right? Always good to have a new start. All right, so let's talk about uh, famous suicides for a little bit, okay? Because I'm a, I'm a rock and roll drummer at heart, <laughs> I love drums and I love rock and roll, and that's just a hobby. But anyway, I love rock music. I love all kinds of music. But Uncle Ron, Brother Ron, I'm an old guy now. So anyway, I'm going to talk about this guy. His name is Scott Weiland. Okay, so Scott Weiland was the singer for Stone Temple Pilots from 18... From 18... Let's try it again. He was, Scott Weiland was the singer for Stone Temple Pilots from 1989, not 18. That's way old. 1989 to 2002, and again from 2008 to 2013. He also fronted the band Velvet Revolver with Guns N' Roses, Slash, and some other band members. If you were into hard rock alternative, grunge, STP was well known, and Velvet Revolver was huge. So Scott Weiland had two really huge bands and maybe three if i'm not mistaken but the two that I, I really liked him in was stone temple pilots stp and velvet revolver 
you old guys know what I'm talking about. The young kids might have to like Google it. They go, oh, Uncle Ron, really? <laughs> you and your rock music, old, no good. All right, all right, you millennials, you millennials, be quiet. Okay, so now, why am I talking about Scott Weiland? He was a very gifted singer for rock and roll. So my, so, so, so ah, here we go. He was a very gifted singer for rock and roll. And I wrote this. Some may disagree. However, the proof is in t concert tickets and records sold. It doesn't matter the exact number. Take it from me, guys. He was well known by millions around the world, around the globe. And I wrote this, folks. And I can't even read my own script. <laughs> now, famous people that took their own lives by overdosing on drugs like cocaine, sleeping pills, antidepressants, and opioids, is insane. I always wondered why such talented people would partake in drugs that they know will kill them if unchecked. Is it demons? Is it just something when they're gone, we will never know because they did not leave a suicide note? Now here's the thing with us rock and roll fans. When tragedy hits our favorite bands and members... It startles, it startles us a little or greatly. I remember just getting the feel of playing drums when I was in high school. Keith Moon of The Who died. It was like, what? I just learned to play Who Are You? And then not too long after that, John Bonham of Led Zeppelin passed away. I was like, really? Man, the greats are gone. Now I don't have, or now I don't know the specifics of Bonham. But when rock stars Overdrink, over intake of drugs, it'll lead to what is considered accidental overdose. Just say suicide. But when but when Wylin died, it was it was on the news constantly. He was born on he was born in nineteen sixty seven, died in twenty fifteen. Okay. At the time in the nineties I had lots of fun. A lot of fun. And Wylin was on all the time on FM radio. I got Stone Temple Pilots CDs before the downloads got popular. I mean, I used to take my mom to Vegas, rent a car, and SDP was on all of the time. So when Wylin passed, it was sad. I wasn't crying or got depressed but and put tributes to him all over Facebook. But it affected myself a little because here was a true, real person with a gift. That wrote and sang cool rock songs. Now he was gone, never to be heard of again for anything new, of course, right? You see, this is where I'm going with this, guys, is that I didn't know Scott Weiland personally, only through his music that he made. Imagine if a family member or close friend died that way. Suicide. Is it sad? Yeah, it's sad, right? If they did not take their own lives, they'd still be around. At least you could text them, call them, or pay them a visit, or through social channels, someone you know will know them and offer a story or two. Can't do that when someone takes their own life way too soon. That was my, that was my, my page, my opinion page, I guess. But, you know, okay, so like I was just talking about Scott Weiland. Go look him up if you don't know who he is. He was very charismatic. I mean, some people didn't like him. I get it. But uh, that's the kind of music I like. I like rock and roll because 
I just like rock and roll. I like all kinds of music. You know, people say, hey, man, you're a local guy from Maui. You don't like reggae music? It's like, no, I like reggae music. I do. I really, I like all kinds of music. But rock is my favorite. And Scott Weiland was an awesome front man who definitely had issues that he was dealing with. And he, you know, he had, I guess, like, I don't know, maybe uh, opioid problems long time a long time ago before he even became famous so that's you know that's a whammy right there man i mean he had so much talent and all of a sudden you know he's doing that and um accidental overdose call it what it is man but okay so anyway you know i hope everybody listening here on spotify um i'll put this on youtube later but it's primarily on spotify i like to like just prop spotify because now uh, if you haven't noticed, like I, if you click on my my episodes on Spotify, if you you click it, you look at you look look real good. The 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 link has a video, so you click it again, and my video comes out. So you got the video, or if you don't want to look at me, then you just got the audio. And again, I'll post this on face um on Facebook on YouTube later on. So anyway, um, RS, be at peace. I'm RS, Ronson Brown here, season two, episode twenty five. Um, if you are experiencing any type of mental issues, you need to get help, go get help. Um, talk to your doctor first, talk to somebody first. And if your problems persist and you need to see a professional, like I said, go, go see a doctor, go, go get a physical, see how your body's functioning. Sometimes, um, there might be a underlying issue. Maybe you got something uh, that's happening physically that you don't know about, you know, get checked out, get second opinions, whatever. But go get help. That's the number one thing is don't be afraid to go get help and check your mind out and make sure that you're fine you know, mentally, whatever, you know. It's really important, man. So um, what else before I go? What else before I go? What else can we talk about really quickly before we go? Um, okay, so, um, you know, don't, don't listen to the news too much, you know, when, um, you know, you're listening to... Uh, too much news it's good to be abreast of what's happening um you know in, in international news or whatever but sometimes when you overindulge in the news um you become you know you become an angry person or a sad person you know uh, i understand it's important to realize what's happening you know about the environment about um the weather about politics, China, Russia, all that. Um, but there's some things we just can't control, and we just have to take it. We just have to take it day by day. And um, you know, because I got friends who are just stuck in the news, and they, they just kind of like make me insane. You know, they just listening to them. It's like, man, enough already. You know, because basically what they do is they just sound like the news guy. You know, they can't think for themselves, and you ask them a question, and they're like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> because you know they just they're just being a parrot you know they don't look into things so you know stay away from, watch the news but don't indulge in it too much and you know do something good for yourself learn something new you know get your head out of the reality stuff like you know like me i just i used to like food shows not anymore i'm like anti-food network seriously i'm anti-food shows because it's all sensation it's all it's just entertainment it's just really stupid you know what i mean I just can't believe people are making millions acting like idiots, you know. And uh, Bobby Flay, I'm getting sick of that guy, right? See him all the time. What's that, what's that other fool's name with the spiky hair? Guy Fieri? <laughs> Enough of that joker. 
God bless him. He's making a gazillion bucks and he's doing whatever he's doing. God bless him. But um, not my cup of tea, man. Not my cup of tea on TV. So make yourself better. You know, if you're not doing well, make yourself better. Try to get better. Always learn something new, guys. Always learn something new, you know. There's nothing wrong with learning, you know. So anyway, RS here, RSB at Peace, episode 25, season 2. Until next time, you guys take care. God bless.